Department of Comedy. Departamento de Comedy. Oh, the Department of Comedy. Department of Comedy. Yep, we got all kind of stuff down here at Department of Comedy. The podcast. No, Danny Mo will not be getting a microphone this time. Uh, we are gonna be recording. We're recording now. Cut recording out. now we're recording now but i'm, I'm going to do, do, do you beginning. have any like intro music i do, do there's oh a bump yeah. this one how what does it sound like i'm kind of afraid to know it, it's pretty cheesy uh yeah, okay that's cheesy. fine yeah. uh, if you'd actually listen to the podcast you'd oh know. yeah maybe uh, maybe i should guest, have prepared tonight's that. guest bob <laughs> morrissey i think i've actually been on this before and i still didn't listen to it no i'm sorry um, yeah i think you <laughs> sat in on one of them that's okay. Uh, Danny Mo listens to his. That's where I, uh, all my ratings come from. Bob Morrissey, stand-up comic uh, here at Hans Beer House in Houston, Texas. How you doing tonight, Bob? I'm kind of low. I kind of got the blues. Me too. Is, yeah. it, is it the rain, you think? Um, election results. I don't know. Uh, I'm sort of mildly political. Every time election midterms come around i start to feel all sad and depressed if the republicans yeah. win anything i just i don't know i don't know what you stand for i don't but, I'm, oh, anti, okay. I'm anti-politician right, but so i've met too i got i met and got to know yeah. too many politicians to have any faith well, in a government well i'm completely all. hopeless about everything but like i'm, it, I'm like when, i'm optimistic about I forget everything how, except politics yeah, what i'm optimistic about everything except politics uh, so so there you go uh, well there's an empty statement that is <laughs> I'm I'm really happy and go lucky. <laughs> Fuck politics. Um, but uh, so uh, politics, uh, elections got you bummed out. Who are you rooting for? Um, I don't know. I was just I really don't like Republic. I don't, just the I watched the I don't I watched Greg Abbott and Wendy Davis in their debate, and I wasn't really thrilled about either one of them. I thought Wendy Davis came off like kind of a robot, mm-hmm. but Greg Abbott is just so smug and slimy and. So, well, they're uh, all lizard people, anyways. No, yeah, they're not no, humans. They're lizard know. people here to run the planet. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, out of I, I read this in my journal, which I wrote down um, a few weeks ago when I was reading a book. Okay, what is it? It says, uh, out of all the countries in the industrialized world, only Romania has a higher rate of childhood poverty than the United States. Romania. Four hundred Romania. It's industrialized world. I really don't know what that statistic represents, but 400 people own as much as 150 million people combined yes. in the yes. United States. Two yeah. trillion dollars. Yeah. yeah, like every economic indicator, we're not like um, at the top, oh. and every like quality of life like indicator. I, we're, I can't remember what it was. But it's like Rwanda rates mm. higher than us and something. I think it all depends Childhood on what you look at. mortality rate. I don't know. No, I don't know. I think no, we like, have to be better than Rwanda on childhood uh, mortality, I, yeah. I think. Unless you well, count the abortions, maybe. Did they not yeah, have abortions there? We did a little better in 1994 than they yeah, did. Europe has yeah. a lower child mortality rate mm. than America does. Oh, what does that really mean? Huh? What does that really mean? Do we need more children, Danny? Is that what, what? you're saying? No, I'm saying in Europe they have like more midwives and um, like they have better health care and more prenatal. Less about a business, yeah. So they they you know take care of you versus trying to make money. Obviously. So they don't yeah. have as many dumpster babies. I think having a yeah, kid is a, having a kid costs like thirty five thousand dollars. You know, you have kids, yeah, I don't have you? Two of them. Yeah, yeah it's expensive. Yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah, it's way out of reach. Maybe that's I don't know. I'm glad I'm gay because uh, it's never going to be. Uh, 
Well, I think one of the, you know, it's just <laughs> well, the rising cost of food actually, is such a big thing. Actually, more expensive if you're gay because you got to adopt them. Well, if you, if you have kids. Got to buy them designer clothes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, they're so fancy. You got to yeah. raise them to be gay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they got to adopt them, and then the whole adoption process is expensive, you know. Yeah. So that, that would be... Where do you stand on gay yeah, adoption? The, the type, I do feel want, like it would be good. If I had the means to do it, I would probably think about it. It's just like how I can't have a cat or a dog right now because I can't afford to take care of one. Yeah, if you can't it's afford a cat or yeah, dog, like, yeah, um, kids would definitely fuck your world. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm completely against uh, gay adoption. I mean, nobody should be adopting gay kids. Um, uh, <laughs> no, just just uh, leave them in the gay orphanage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard a good one the other day. Um I, I told my, uh, I, I, I confessed to my daughter that I was a, a pedophile. Uh, she's been taking it pretty hard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's an old joke. Uh, <laughs> that's not, not something I made up. So, uh. Bob, you are a open mic comic. Oh, don't call me that. It makes oh. me feel really bad. Yeah. It makes me feel you're, like you. You're a stand-up, oh, fuck. You're a stand-up comedian. <laughs> How long? <laughs> Have you been? Oh, two years. About two years. Two, two years and uh, five months. All right, uh, so I've been doing one year. You should be twice <laughs> as good as me. Uh, well, I was already twice as good. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lobbing your softballs. Oh, no. Can't take them. Oh. Where, where'd you start at? Uh, the Fairview. Mm-hmm. Well, the first place I went off was uh, Fitzgerald's. Um, when they used to run an open mic, uh, it was like a divided between music and stand-up. And Mills McCoy used to uh, host it every week, and he was always fun to watch. And he doesn't do any stand-up anymore because he just would uh, host that one thing every week. And uh, um, he does improv and sketches and stuff. But do you do you even know who that is? No, I don't. Oh, is that oh. a stage name by the way? No, no, that's his real name. It was John Mills McCoy, I think. Oh, okay. uh, but. Um, no, oh, he was a good. I there there are a lot of people that you see when you start out, or you know when you've been doing it for as long as I have, like two years, mm-hmm. uh, that like you see that are really funny that just stop doing stand up for one reason or another, and you're like, well, I th- you yeah. think you get people that are bad that stop doing it too. No, but I've, life gets in the way of shit, man. Yeah, I don't know. You forget that those people stop, but it, it feels like only the good people. Uh, only the good, only the good <laughs> die young. Uh, only the bad people stay around. Yeah. Yeah. How long you been around, Danny? I've seen uh, you for like a year. Uh, I've been around for two years. I've oh. been around for, I only do the donating it for a year. I actually spent my time uh, stalking Bob and Jopper and the whole crew at the Fountain View. Uh, the Fairview. Fairview. Yeah. On Fairview, I'm sorry. Uh, before yeah. that closed down. But yeah, I spent a whole year just watching those guys. Hang oh. So. That's creepy. Yeah. It's not creepy. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah. like well, he didn't say he was like uh, watching your stand up. Yeah. 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 He, he was just following you around. Trying to like be dramatic. John Well, I, that used to be my room that I yeah, uh, was ran room. every you, week. You, were trying, yeah. you actually started kind of started like a charity or a thing. You were trying to get another. Oh, room. um, yeah, we were trying to like we did a Kickstarter thing to do a, a show at the River Oaks Theater. Yeah, it was across from the last stop, and like, was, but it didn't work out. Yeah, but but I used the money from the Kickstarter to put several shows together, and I paid comedians from Austin to come and perform oh, and, cool, like, cool. at the Station Theater. Pretty good. Got pizza coming in. Grab that door. Oh, good there's job, pizza Danny. here. Did a good uh, job. 
Are we gonna? Are we missing out on the pizza because of the podcast? Yes. Oh man. Yeah, oh no, it's okay. All right. I had something to eat um, recently. Pizza's not good for you. Anyway. Um, How are you gonna keep that trim figure eating pizza, um, man? So you start off the fairview. How how did that first time up go? Um, it was uh, I don't know. Greg and I we went up our first time at the Fitzgerald's place. It was uh, during the funniest person in Houston. Uh, wild card round which was held at fitzgerald's and greg my boyfriend and i we got to go one and two before the contest started just to like get the room used to people doing comedy Mm -hmm. and um and so it was like a lot of people there were like 100 people there at fitzgerald's and um just to watch the contest and so i went up and i uh i i read something for about a minute which is always a bad idea reading something even if it's funny it's just it doesn't translate if you're looking at your notebook and reading but then i just looked up and started talking and i got kind of a decent reaction talking about uh being an army iraq war veteran and gay guy and uh i just sort of listed off my my things that my my little like resume or the life experience uh cab driver 30-year-old guy with a long relationship going. I don't know. I didn't know you drove a cab. Where'd you drive a cab at? Pasadena. In Pasadena, Texas? Yeah. Oh, you know what I I talked about my first time going up was uh, when I got out of the... When I got... I came back from Iraq uh, 2003 (coughs) during... um, I was held over for eight months, and I got out like October of 2003. My enlistment date was over, but then, you know, the stop loss, you've heard yeah. of that, right? Yeah. And um, when they thought that they'd won the war, they thought that, like, remember, mission accomplished? <laughs> yeah. They lifted the stop loss, like, very, like, in a, you know, there's a small window where people like me who were just over their enlistment date could get out mm-hmm. and not uh, spend a full year over there. In Iraq, and so I only spent like uh, five months in Iraq when I was deployed. But um, I got home in uh, 2003, and the rest of my unit was all still over in Iraq, except for like the four or five people who were sent home alongside me. And uh, and we knew somebody who owned a house off the um, like an off post house, right? You know, so that we wouldn't have to stay in the barracks for our last like three weeks in the army. And me and this guy, Seitz, and this guy, Lieva, I don't know, um, we stayed in this guy, White, his, I, don't, I don't remember first names, but uh, <laughs> we stayed in White's house while White was in Iraq, and uh, Lieva and Seitz and I were just like drunk every day. All we had to do for our three years of, or three months of, it wasn't three months, it was like three weeks of out processing, mm-hmm. was just show up for formation once a day at six in the morning. And so if we did that, then that was our only responsibility. So we were just kind of fucked up all the time for like two weeks because we'd just gotten back from Iraq and we didn't think that we were going to make it. And we were just like, let's booze, booze, booze. Mm-hmm. And um, I was over at Seitz's, at White's house with this guy, Seitz, and we were both blacked out. And I remember waking up in the middle of a blackout and he'd bought like um, 50 hamburgers and he was cooking all of them at the same time. <laughs> In the kitchen, and uh, then then he passed out in the middle of cooking them, and then the kitchen was on fire, <laughs> and we, we and then like I woke up and then, like used the uh, fire extinguisher and put it out, and then then we were both like oh shit, and then uh, then we were, like went back to drinking and blacked out again. And um, lesson learned. Yeah, and then I woke up 
Well, he we were watching this movie called Femme Fatale uh-huh. with uh, Rebecca Romaine Stamos mm-hmm. and Antonio Banderas. And it was a Brian De Palma movie that was supposed to be his uh, you know, artistic comeback. But it was kind of like a... I don't know, really boring slog. And I was falling asleep during watching... I was in and out of consciousness watching this movie. But there's a scene where Rebecca Romaine Stamos has a uh, like a gun to her head and she's playing Russian roulette, you know? And uh, and this guy, Seitz, was a big gun collector. Mm-hmm. And he t- he I, I woke up and I saw him doing the same thing. And I was like, oh, shit, don't do that. Don't even kidding. Don't even... Like, and he's like, it's not fucking loaded. And then he pointed it at the air and, it, and fired it to prove that it wasn't loaded, but it was loaded. Uh, and uh, he'd just been clicking it at these, his head. These are and, government-trained <laughs> firearms <laughs> experts. Here. And then he like ran over to me like... like like called me oh my god and then he was like weeping and i was like you were so full of shit like he was i don't know that happened to me similarly recently i was at a friend's house and we were just hanging out drunk and then uh he just hands a gun to me and he's like here you go man it's and i saw him kind of messing with it before and he hands it to me he's like yeah man it's unloaded hands it to me and it's fully loaded uh, uh, there's a whole full-ass clip in there, and yeah. it's loaded in such a way where you had the Were you, camera. like, 10? Were you, like, 10 years old? <laughs> no, this just this goes down. Friends are idiots. Do not believe anything your friends are. Uh, but, no, the, like, the chamber was pulled back, and, like, half a bullet was, like, wedged in there, sticking out. So it was, like, mm. all fucked up. Uh. And then uh, he freaked out. Like, oh, my God, I just gave this guy a loaded gun, takes it away from me, and then proceeds to... Uh, uh, like try to disarm it, but while pointing it at another friend. So <laughs> this was like a few months ago. Hell is people. Hell is yeah. people. Oh. So what? What made you want to go do stand up, Bob? What was that? That. that, uh, kind of that? I don't know. I just don't really have anything else going for me. <laughs> <I'm just sorry. laughs> um. No, I, I like doing it. It's fun to meet people from the city. Like it, it, the kind of world opened up for me. Through doing stand-up. So even if I never make it, I think it'll still be something that's fun to do. Yeah. And uh, fun to participate in and fun to be a part of the life of the city and the community. It's like, And also to challenge myself every day. It's fun to just try to be as funny as possible and uh, write ideas. And you get the immediate gratification of, uh, you of, know, of, of people liking <laughs> it. And, and that feels really good. Yeah, it does. And, it uh, does. So what, uh, what was your second time like? Um, I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, actually, I remember like uh, uh, Rudyard's. It's fine. Uh, I I uh, I think I talked about how I had to take a shit or something. I don't know something not that funny, but um, but I do remember like for the first few months when I started, every time before I would go up, I would have to take a shit. It's, it's gross, but do you do you get like the nervous? Like, no, it didn't matter get, what. I don't get how many people were now. about like if there were like two people in the audience or if it, it didn't matter. Just I would get like so, you know, nervous that I would literally like scare the shit out of myself. Bef- That's god awful. What? That's god awful. Yeah. Like, um, so where where do you want to go? Now, uh, where, um, where do you want to take comedy? Do you want to go full-time pro? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, I would really love to. Uh, I'm thinking, hopefully, I want to make a five-year plan where five years from now, I'm able to uh, be a touring comedian who you know makes his living doing it. Or, I don't know. 
there's, there's but there's no way knowing whether that's really going to happen or not. But well, there's no way of knowing, yeah. but you can always work towards it. I mean, there's yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so I'm not going to expect it is what I'm trying to say. I think I'm not gonna, there, like, uh, there's enough market out there. Just where, I mean, you don't have to be like the giant name. There's plenty of great road comics that people hardly know who they are, but they still make a decent living. Yeah. You know, as long as you don't mind traveling. And then from there, you know, springboard out. Well, I know. got to meet, I, I got to do a, um, a show with Chris Fairbanks last weekend at the uh, at the Comedy Showcase yeah. Theater. And then we hung out at the uh, bar next door for a couple hours and then... Uh, like just talking to him, he, you know, it seems like even people who are at headliner level and have been doing it for like 15 years, like Bob Biggerstaff yeah. or and Chris Fairbanks is like a nationwide name. He's on a lot of big stuff. Yeah. And, and he, he still does hits a, the road. What? He still hits the road. That's well, no, he, he still only makes like 20 grand a year. Oh, shit. I it's, like, <laughs> it's not a good living, no. even if you're like in the upper echelons of the uh, profession. And, uh, I, wonder so how, it's, it's a, I wonder how many comics there are like you know full-time comics that make you know above median income oh um yeah but i'm sure there are some the percentages yeah, yeah like uh i mean there's uh, that amazing jonathan right. you remember the amazing oh, yeah. jonathan yeah. he uh like did las vegas yeah. shows and he's a multimillionaire yeah. like, because he uh had a like a routine that you know, got paid handsomely to do every day in las vegas but yeah. you know there's People who make millions of dollars are, are the, uh, you know, the likelihood that that would happen is is very small for either one of us. I don't know. It's uh, or for anybody who we're ever gonna meet. Yeah, I just I don't really feel like I'm ever gonna meet. Like, uh, um, you don't think you were gonna have any of the big time comics come out of Houston? Anymore? I don't know. Uh, I just I sometimes feel like maybe every city thinks that they have like the big time comedy scene emerging in their. Well, Houston uh, was. Yeah, I think I think it's got a chance to come back. The, yeah. I, I think it's different now. Yeah, I just wonder if like anymore. Pittsburgh thinks the same thing about itself, or you know, I don't see how they could. St. Louis, or uh, yeah, you know, there's Minneapolis. I'm sure has a great scene. It's, it's uh, I'm sure like Portland and uh, it San still Francisco. It strikes me as weird with how San many Diego millions of people we have. In, it strikes me weird as how many people we have in this town, and there's really like 50 people that do this. Yeah, you know, there there's some people that do it every now and then. But really, there's like there's 50 people who are committed to it at least three times a week, yeah, three or four say times two, a week. Yeah, I'd say two to three times a week, um, and then probably only about 20 that do it like every day they can. Yeah, and then there are people who just get paid to do it all the time, like uh, John Wesling and uh, mm-hmm. Billy D. Washington, and other people you don't see that much. I think, uh, yeah, there's like that blame the comic guy and uh, Sam Damaris. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's a weird job. It's some. I, I mean, Sam Damaris seems to do well enough. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that Chris Fairbanks is just really bad with money. I don't. Maybe. Maybe he just hasn't. Like, maybe that's just enough. what I don't know. It just seems like uh, nobody's in this for the money. Yeah, I would, and uh, and everybody who does this should probably have some sort of a side occupation. Mm-hmm. Some, but I would like to make that. Uh, Side occupation as creative as possible. I'd love to get paid to be an illustrator or, uh, or you know, some sort of a writer or, you know. Yeah, I'm stuck in a cube all the time, and uh, uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things, you know. It's there's definitely not any 
creative side in my job. You know, it's all analytical uh, and processing and yeah. Well, I'm waiting tables issues. now. There's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just learning. Well, at least you idea. interact with people. Uh, I, don't I don't know. Not on a really deep level. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tell uh, me your hopes and dreams uh, and your drink order. Yeah, I just I don't know. Um. So you want to talk about your day job? Well, no. no. <laughs> I just did it. Much material for your comedy. All uh, the, the crazy things that happen. Yeah. The Black Eyed Oh. I'm working at Radical Eats now. You know that place? No. You should come out to Radical Eats on Westheimer. It's near St. Danes. Mm-hmm. Anybody who listens to this should come out to Radical Eats. I desperately need people to come to this restaurant because it's floundering a little bit or it seems like during the day it never gets any business good tippers only yeah what good it's like a it's like a year old but uh they have really good food and uh uh, is it radical uh uh, it's uh it's you know um supposed to be uh like radical because it's sustainable and locally sourced Uh, food that's like uh for vegans Specialty specializes in vegan cuisine, and then also has a lot of stuff for. Uh, but um, that's what's radical. Is that that, is you radical. know, it's anti corporate. There you go. It's I'm anti- all for that. Yeah, I'm um, all for that. I work yeah, at a. Until they get really mm. popular and they can franchise out. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah that'd be nice uh, for them. Uh, so uh, what? What's the next step for Bob? What? I mean, are you want to like put together a show? Do you want to? Do openings for um, comics? What, yeah, what's your next I don't know. Um, I just I think um, I feel like if I try to just be as funny as possible every time I go up, then everything else will just sort of work out. I don't want to like focus too hard on the uh, business maneuvering and like getting some people to say that I'm great when you know if I I uh, I, got, I saw a video of, of Judah Friedlander, Judah Friedlander, world champion talking about this where like you know just focus on being funny and everything else will just happen and uh all right and then even if nothing does you're still really funny and it's still awesome to do that it's like that's uh, i mean how's this how yeah. right now like you've been i'm doing getting open- on things that i like wanted yeah to, what yeah. what do you want to do what do you um, what I, I love doing stuff like that come and take it comedy festival i'm yeah. really excited about that and being on a what was it on is that the, this weekend no, that's in January. January, okay. Yeah. What's coming? There's something this weekend. What's this weekend? Joffrey Khan's show at the Market Bar. Oh yeah, yeah, that was in. Okay. And, um, well, uh, something else. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's happening at the comedy clubs, but uh. so uh, Greg Deal and you, uh, we're, we've talked about it several times. Y'all doing like a? Uh, a oh yeah, he's been act. on this. He's been on this too, hasn't he? Yeah. I, man, I've, I didn't even listen to that one. <laughs> 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 Well, when he listens to yours, then he'll know oh. that you haven't listened to oh, his. Yeah. Uh, I don't well, think no, he's... He was talking about uh, y'all trying to do like a uh, a duo. Oh, he like talks about that? Yeah. He, Did we, he really? We talked about it, yeah. Uh, because he, like you, you initially wanted to do that. And then, oh, I would but, love to do that. I would still love to do that, but I don't think that we can... Uh, cooperate enough. He, he to, said that you, you <laughs> he didn't think you had the same stage energy. Yeah. He said if, if you could tap your energy in the sack... And ah. bring that on stage. That'd be awesome. He said that as a, as yeah. a, a joke, I bet. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, he was serious. I bet he was. Uh, uh, um, I think we ought to write up some duo material. Uh, Need to come up with like a duo stage name for you. Uh, what do you think, Danny? Well, what, what would be more of like an odd couple type? That's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. 
know, Bob's Bob's all chill, Greg's all you know excited. So then you know, mm. hijinks ensue. Hijinks ensue. Yeah, one of us would have to be Penn, and one would have to be Teller. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. No, I guess that's not the only way to do a duo, though. No, no, I think there's other ways. <laughs> I think there's other formulas out there. Uh, no, I mean, no, I think... Yeah, we're not cool twin brothers it. like the Squire brothers. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, I would love to do something like that where we have that it all worked crazy, out. Where, oh, I saw the Lucas brothers once, too. They're hilarious. Mm-hmm. They're a, a funny duo act. But I think twins can do a thing where they're where they're improvising together along and, and trading ideas and like bouncing mm-hmm. things off of each other in a way that's... Uh, oh, they, they tell like... Because they one, have the same it's brain. It's a one-person yeah. show. But they switch off on words, and you're constantly looking back and forth. Yeah, that's what the Lucas Brothers and the Slar, the Sklar Brothers Sklar do, the Brothers same sort of thing. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I say uh, Lucas Brothers. I, I find it really gimmicky and distracting. Well, if they're really good at it, then anything is not gimmicky. Well, the, I don't the, the, the comedians you're <laughs> yeah. speaking specifically of, the, oh. and they've been in, like, sunny in Philadelphia and done several, like, stand-up specials. The, yeah. And they're Jewish. I, mean, I can't remember their name. Lucas yeah. Brothers? No the, no, the Sklar brothers. brothers. The Sklar brothers are Jewish. Yeah. 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 Randy yeah, and Jason they're Sklar. They're, they're, they're just hokey. Yeah. You don't like mm-hmm. that? Yeah, I don't like their shtick. I bet if they were here right now, you'd be all over oh, their yeah. balls. would be like, great, y'all are yeah. amazing. <laughs> I mean, I would tell them I personally don't <laughs> like their stuff. I mean, I don't really like... They are fans of this podcast. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't really like... That's them. Danny Moe disparaging <laughs> your your wonderful... Yeah. Oh, look at the big shot, Danny Moe. <laughs> he doesn't... I don't, I don't yeah. really like Gabe's uh, comedy that much, but you I like You don't like, you don't like, like Gabe Bravo? Who, who else do you like hate, Gabe Bravo? Who else do you hate? Who doesn't... Yeah, who's who do you think is the worst in Houston? Which ones do you think are, like... I don't know. Do you keep track of who has the worst night every time you? Yeah, actually, I have a, I have a pad, and I'm like, Bob uh, Morrissey, not so good. Bob Biggerstaff, terrible. Uh, I'm always watching the, the like the, the pros, you know. Yeah. Oh, Bob, terrible. That night, is one thing you know? that's fun to see is people who are better than you uh, not do so well. Yeah, it kind of yeah. like makes it like, oh, okay, they're they're human, so I can I can I can yeah. kind of. I just called too. you less than me. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. Bob stated behind you with the with an ice pick right now. <laughs> you'll never you'll never get added on my Facebook mm. list. <laughs> um, well. So let's say uh, let's say you put together your own show. Mm-hmm. Okay. I used to put together shows all the time. It's just a lot of work. All right, well, the, it's a lot of you well, got to do well, flyers. My question is, you know, we're yeah. setting this up. So today, huh? you're putting together a show, you're going to put together five comics, and uh. anywhere in the U.S. that you want, who is oh. it and where? And oh. you're on it too. Oh, you're like, oh okay. You're like like a, a dream headline. show. Yeah. Um, I would say I would like. Uh, I always wanted to be on a show with Andy Kindler, or uh, I don't know. This is like a favorite comic game. I don't know. Um, and Brian Ziola. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun to be on a, uh, in a on a bill with the. I would, I would like to. Um, I don't know. Chelsea Peretti. Uh, um. And Jen Kirkman would be fun to round out that, but uh, that seems like an awfully white uh, <laughs> <laughs> lineup. It's the there. not getting pulled over tour. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, 
Oh. And where, where would you put them up? What, at the what? Zanies in Chicago? No, I don't know. I was thinking maybe I, I would just... Who would I love to open for most? I don't know. I guess... Uh, I don't know. Louis C.K. or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. Louis yeah, C.K. Yeah, just shoot for it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Louis C.K. Yeah, Dave Chappelle. Cosby, yeah. Dave Chappelle. Uh, and, uh, a, a Matt Hunt just opened for Dave Chappelle. Remember Matt yeah, Hunt? Yeah, yeah. That bastard. That fucking like, bastard. He opened for what? Chappelle. That's like, yeah. He moves to Denver. Things are better in Denver. I bet, yeah. Denver, I bet, has a really good scene. Yeah. But everybody there thinks it, they're um, like hot shit. Matt Broussard yeah, uh, opened up for, I think, uh, Joe Rogan and Burt Kreischer, and they both mentioned him on their podcast. Oh, yeah. So he's yeah. doing yeah. pretty well. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, they both said yeah, He does he's the college sharp. tours. Yeah. He's a, that, that would be like, uh, to live Matthew Broussard's life, that would be so good. Yeah. But that's impossible. That's out of reach for me. I don't know. I don't, I don't really I feel like I that's a problem. If I could grow mm. about another foot. Lose yeah. a bunch of weight and get and better. And be 10 looking. years younger. That would yeah. be nice. To, uh, I think closer to 20. Yeah, that's another guy's comic, comedy. I really don't... Oh, shit. I, really? Yeah. Oh. What's not to like about my research comedy? And, I mean, oh, yeah. I know. You see people who are working on material in front of bad crowds. They're going to not... Yeah. Even when I've seen them I particularly do well, it's just not... I, I don't know. I, I'm a huge yeah. fan of comedy, and I'm I'm comparing them to fucking Louis C.K. All right. All right. Well... I'm wow. not saying that they're bad. I mean, they're obviously good. They get shows. They're better than me. You know. So but, you see uh, people at their worst once, and they never oh, recover. Yeah. Oh, never. Yeah. Everything's that always ruined. Yeah. I saw Louis C.K. at the laundromat. Yeah. That guy was yeah. wasn't funny for shit. Do you ever feel like you're you're having a like a show, or like you're ever like doing a set? And you're like, nobody in this room is ever going to think that I'm funny ever again. This wipes out any kind of success I've ever oh, had. Just yeah. how bad this is yeah. makes everyone hate me, and they're never going to wipe this from my memory. I didn't memory think that until so bad. now, so thanks what? for like, that in my oh. head. <laughs> so there's never occurred to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much every time I go on stage, uh, well. <laughs> I'm pretty inconsistent. So uh. I, I have no. I noticed you doing some writing earlier. Yeah, that's, right. uh, that's pretty rare for me. Uh, yeah, it's a good. It's a good move. We've been doing it two years. You should start writing terrible. something. I do all my writing on stage, and that's what ends up mm. working. Uh, Is it working? You did that uh, 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 tool time joke. Yeah, that, that yeah. was uh, on something oh, that I came up with on stage. You were just was saying tool time. Anti, yeah. uh, Anti-comedy. Anti-comedy. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, what's kind of popular? Mm. And honestly, I stole some influence from uh, Bob Biggerstaff. He did a tool time joke or something. No, I did a Tim day. Allen joke. Or a Tim yeah. Allen joke. I did a Tim or Allen joke. Allen joke. About, yeah. So I was like, well, tool time. Tim Allen, yeah. that seems like yeah. kind of in the atmosphere. We're in our 30s. Yeah. So people yeah. know that. So that's what I should use. Yeah. So I use that. And it, and it kind of works. It's all right. I haven't done it in a while. Well, Anti jokes are kind of is a new thing for me. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have just the right delivery and already have an audience accepting what you're yeah. saying. There's sometimes you can do something that's really funny that you can only do once. Think so? Yeah. There's sometimes where you know I, I, you can only pull it off uh, maybe three times if you're all, if that's what you're doing that week. I don't know. What but, do you think? You then, just, then you, you try to revise it and revisit. it. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, like turns it, it like your your mood is not exactly aligned mm. to what it was then. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Mm. That's, that's how it was with a lot of one eye material. Like, yeah, that first time, a lot of my one eye material worked that first time, but then not the second time. It was like in the in the mood yeah. for it at the time. Later, not. I don't know. So back to Bob. Um, Bob, where'd you grow up, Bob? Park Ridge, Illinois. Park it's, Ridge, Illinois. Uh, a suburb outside of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um. I uh, you know I went to 
high school out there. I went to Loyola Academy. It's a, you know, a private Jesuit school. I was mm-hmm. raised by a Catholic priest. My dad died when I was six months old, and I'm the youngest of seven kids. My mom didn't have a job or, or uh, any kind of adult occupation or training or experience with anything, no education, when she was 35 and had seven kids, and I was six months old, and like she became a, a nurse and raised me and all my brothers and sisters, and uh, yeah, it, it struck up a relationship with this Catholic priest who was like counseling the family while my dad was dying from his dementia from the... Uh, brain tumor oh and um you know i don't know like they were supposed to get married the first couple of years they were going out but then like after five years he decided not to become uh like not to leave the priesthood and they stayed together for 20 years and then uh i don't know so i was raised by a priest that was a weird uh way to be raised that is weird uh, he lived with y'all uh, no uh he would just be over like four or five times a week and we'd go on vacation together twice a year for like a week hey, Hey, it's Gabe Bravo. Yeah, I was getting real personal. Let's uh, let's make it all uh, cheap and effective. Laps. Yeah. Let's. Uh... <laughs> all right. Well, let's lead. Let's read yeah. Danny's notes here while he walks away. Something about gay porn. Uh, these uh, joke notes from. Yeah, uh, these are, this is Jan- Danny Mo. Danny Mo's material. Here. Danny Mo's material. Do you want to do Danny Mo's material quick, Gabe Bravo? Yeah. Uh, Here's the thing about rape. I like. What the fuck, dude? Oh, I knew that was. That's coming. fucked Wait. up. There's a lot of N-words in there. <laughs> and then it just says gay porn. Yeah, gay porn. Uh, Someone was either jerking, jerking off, off in the bathroom child. at my office today jerk, or just really enjoying taking a shit. Mm. I, think it's a, I think that one's in the delivery. Mm. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy taking a shit. <laughs> 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 huh? What's the deal? <laughs> Who's <laughs> jerking off in my <laughs> office? <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll do. I'll just write uh, generally terrible uh, jokes that I write, and then uh, Gabe will uh, make them funny. This uh, one do it word for word, but it'll uh, just still be funny. This one just says, Some, "Why is child porn uh, illegal?" She said, mm, "She literally sucked dick so good." How yeah. good was it? <laughs> um, something about. I don't, I don't know how uh, it doesn't scroll down. It's a uh, it. oh, oh no, you can touch it. yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes during a heated argument with my GF, she'd figure out she was losing and just start giving me head, so I'd just shut up. And in high school, they say debate class wouldn't get me laid. They were right. It got my dick sucked. <laughs> Misdirection. <laughs> was your girlfriend na- named Misdirection? <laughs> I bet it was, based on this joke. And then she said fire to your house. What's that one about uh, baby watermelon up top? What is that? Say? And I still it's miss her. racist. <laughs> Baby watermelon. <laughs> that dad's not there. That's an absentee dad, right? That's what you're saying, Danny. Says, uh, I can legally have sex with the non-consenting baby watermelon. Uh, that's just a st- that's a statement. I think he just wanted people to know that. It gives him power. Why uh, why a watermelon? Fuck watermelons, Gabe Bravo. Yeah, that's not funny to me. It's very serious. Uh, the people in my uh, watermelon fucking club would not appreciate you taking light of that. I can legally have sex with a non-consenting baby watermelon. It's a 
rape joke. Yeah. Would you like microwave it first? Yeah. Well, it's by definition it's a rape, non-consent thing. You take it cold. Take it vegan style. Um, It has all the proper enzymes when it's not heated. You kill off all the nutrients when you cook it. You want to fuck a healthy cold watermelon? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, man, we really invaded his space there. Yeah, I did. No, Taking this over. <laughs> Here, wait. Here's, here's the, that, that was the good stuff. Mm. That was your A material. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay yeah. makes the Hulk seem reasonable. <laughs> yeah, this one just says I want to. I want to drop a hot load on Guy Fieri. That's weird. It's, all right, like. <laughs> This uh, he repeated like this is a, a just a thing he's been thinking about a lot and trying to tinker just with coming in a baby watermelon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, every time I try to bang a girl, she tells me she has a BF, which I think is a lie because it never stopped my GF. Oh, he got cheated on. Uh, We're gonna play a drinking game. If you can read through this and find anything that doesn't have to do with having one eye or fucking, uh, then you have to take a drink. I don't or know. fuck a watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. So what makes Danny Moe cry? Being poked in the eye. Oh, I don't know. Does your comedy come from a place of tears or? Uh... Well, it's like half the amount of regular tears. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I could cry with both eyes. Oh. <laughs> Do you cry out of your vacant eyeball? One eye might eye socket, real, but yeah. both eyes tears are. <laughs> uh. Uh, so you have tear ducts, but... Uh. Yeah, your tear duct actually exists uh, just below your uh, eyelid. Right? Uh. So, oh, that is your fake eye, because I was never able to figure out which one was fake. Uh. The one that doesn't look stoned. This is like an episode of a fake eye for the queer guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, because Bob's gay. <laughs> <laughs> How long are these usually? Uh, the, the, the About nine in inches. Uh, oh my god! I uh, uh, you just have that at the ready all the time. <laughs> just like my dick, <laughs> like my nine inch dick. It's Always a- hard. <laughs> No, <laughs> I think we probably will wrap it because they're going to be starting the show soon. Uh. But I just. Uh, I just kind of wanted to get to know you, Bob. And we we oh. we talk a lot, hang out here. Yeah. And I just kind of wanted to let you know, get to know you a little bit better. I, I feel like people. I I uh, I didn't really get a chance to get to know you because uh, I know you have kids. Uh, you got the two kids. Yeah. I got, got two a, kids. You got an adult career. Yeah. You have like a, a yeah. normal uh, lifestyle. Yeah. You have uh, teach well, Sunday norm- school. I teach believe Sunday in God. Yeah. 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 I spent a lot of time. Uh, the I, I spent my, you know, most of my quote adult life, you know, just working my ass off, and now I'm. Trying to have some fun, so I'm out here three days a week doing stand up and podcasts. Is this okay with your? Uh, yeah, she's actually your... really encouraging. I'm assuming you're going to say my wife. Um, yeah, she's she's very encouraging because uh, she's uh, she's um, uh, a music teacher and she plays in uh, the local symphonic band. Oh, so she, she knows how important it is to have you know, a performance creative outlet. Yeah, and so she spends you know a lot of time going out and doing that. And your kids are just. Left yeah. on their own. No, no. I mean, oh. it's uh, on Thursdays is the only time that yeah. they even have really any time alone, and that's only for like 
half an hour, maybe an hour before oh, she gets home. Okay. And they're older. They they can take care of themselves. How old are your bit. kids? Uh, my daughter is twelve and my son is ten. Oh, okay. I thought your kids were like infants or something. No, no, I'm, they're older. Because uh, they allow me to talk some shit here. I don't know. Oh, I feel bad. I don't know. But just you want to talk shit about my kids? No, no, not about you, but about uh, another comic in Houston. I don't know who has kids. And I, 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 well, I don't know. There's like this comic in Houston who has kids. Who Is it I Danny Luke? Like. Uh, oh, well, you don't. You, you don't go. get high. That's good. No, yeah, not, not much. Um, that's, uh, I get drunk a lot. But uh, uh, the, the, I don't want to say his name. But like, he has like six kids, and he does comedy all the time, and he's always doing cocaine and stuff, and he's always out until like three in the morning. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking. And about. like, yeah. it's just uh, it feels think, like I'm. Uh, I think he's got one of those. Wives you know, that's enabling at home somebody whenever I'm hanging out with him, and I he's feel got one of those wives like at home all the time. What's that? And she does. She does all she the does, caring of the kids. Oh, so it's amazing they're still together. Uh, but. Uh, oh. You seem like a, a nicer guy than that. I, I try to be. Uh, yeah. I try to be. Um, sorry, I had to check the phone my phone for work there. Everything's cool. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, uh, yeah, I try to lead a balanced lifestyle. Right now, it's kind of off balance. I um, spend a lot of time in selfish desires, you know, trying to, yeah. you know, I guess, you know, early midlife crisis, kind of. But you know, I'm not buying sports cars. I bought a crazy little flying machine that I do that. On the weekends, whenever I can, I go out to the beach and go flying around. You have a and flying that, machine? Yeah, it's a it's a powered paraglider or paramotor. Oh. Do you? So I've, yeah, it's you fly launch. on it. Yeah, I fly on it. I take oh. right off the ground, off off my feet. I got a motor on my back with a oh. propeller and um, a paraglider wing above me that's oh. attached to it, and I just take off and I fly around, go up, you know, a couple thousand feet, and then come down and skim on the, off the ground, you know, a couple feet off the ground. That sounds really awesome. It is. It's uh. it's completely awesome. So I I spend a lot of me time. Now. Yeah, and you know I'm gonna have to. Did you ever um, see the movie Jesus's Son? No, well, that's a good one. You should check that movie out. Yeah, uh, huh. is so, it a, uh, it's like a, um, a based on a Dennis Johnson uh, book of stories, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all the stories are sort of um, revolving around this one character who's a heroin addict fuck up, and uh, in the movie it's p- played by Billy Crudup and. Uh, he and Dennis Leary are stripping a house of uh, all the copper wiring in the walls. Right. And uh, and then, like, uh, at the end of the day, he finds out that it's Dennis Leary's old house. And uh, then they look up and they see uh, Dennis Leary's ex-wife, and she's, like, flying in the air, like, with the way you're describing. But she's naked, and it's, like, a dreamlike thing that, like, oh, it's, a, it's a really cool movie. But, um that I, sounds uh, well done. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to check that well, out. I'm a big it's movie nut. Dennis yeah. Johnson is one of the best writers in America. And I, I really out. love uh, his... I've, I've read Jesus' Son like four times. And yeah, you know, I like. I really like his books. Train Dreams, Tree of Smoke, Angels, Fiscadoro, The Stars at Noon. Um, lots of other books. I haven't heard <laughs> I don't know, I'm any a big, of these. He's, he's one of my favorite authors. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I'm a big... Uh, I don't read as much as I used to like, since I've been is, doing comedy. That, oh, but. hold on. We got more pizza coming in. Oh, I'm getting some of that All right, pizza. All right, we're done. We're gonna wrap up. All right, yeah. Bob Morrissey, thank you so much, Bye, sir. Thanks, Brian. Handshakes. All right, what Very song good. is it, by the way? What song? Yeah, what's the song? The outro music. What is the... Uh, oh, no, it's it's just a little beat. And did then, you make it up? Did you do it yourself? No, it was a royalty-free download, and oh. then I, I mixed in the voices of uh, other comics saying Department of Comedy and mixed those in. Oh, and okay. And then my voice a couple times. Well, that's, so. that's probably not that bad, then. Well, people uh. are going to hear it right 
Okay. Now. All right. Department of Comedy. Department, Department of Comedy. Department of Comedy.com, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>